Most of Kentucky appears to be rounding the corner in the fight against coronavirus, but in correctional facilities, the virus is just as deadly and spreading faster than ever. Jared Bennett of the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting has more about Kentucky's failed attempts to keep incarcerated people safe from the virus. It's been over a year since a guard at the Green River Correctional Complex tested positive for the coronavirus. March 25th, I'll never forget the date. That's Phoenix Shepard speaking at a rally at the state capitol. Her husband was at Green River, and that single coronavirus case turned into a full-blown outbreak, infecting more than 350 people and killing three. They didn't take it serious, and now look. That was last May, while the outbreak raged at Green River. State officials worked out a plan to deal with the virus that they'd use for future outbreaks put the facilities on lockdown to reduce foot traffic, test residents, and isolate people whose tests came back positive. Back then, they took one other major step. They released more than 1,800 people from Kentucky's overcrowded jails and prisons. Here's Cabinet Secretary J. Michael Brown talking about why on April this 2nd. lightening the load on our correction system at the same time protecting some of the most vulnerable individuals who are in the correction system. But things have only gotten worse from there. Correctional facilities in Kentucky are still in the grips of a crisis. It's been seven months since they did any mass releases from the facilities. Only staff from the prisons has had meaningful access to vaccines. And now, a year after COVID first entered the system, some prisons are recovering from their largest spike yet. Lisa Lamb is the spokesperson for the state prisons. She said in an email that their efforts were, quote, as successful as humanly possible due to the nature of the virus. She said they provided personal protective equipment and social distance as best they could. And they took a step that Lamb said was based on all the research available. They spent nearly $300,000 to install UV portals at prison entrances. The machines are meant to kill germs on surfaces, but against the coronavirus, they're unproven at best. They disinfect surfaces, but won't kill the virus inside the body. The trade group representing UV light companies actually cautioned last year against using it to protect against the coronavirus because direct contact could cause cancer. The Federal Bureau of Prisons made a similar purchase. When word got to Joe Rojas, a VP for the union representing corrections officers in federal prisons, he filed a complaint with the inspector to general. To waste and abuse because it's, it's not approved. They, they can't force staff to go through it, and it can cause cancer. The DOC calls those portals the first line of defense for Kentucky's incarcerated population, which has been inching back upwards since the middle of last summer. It's now back to 81% of what it was when the pandemic hit last year. 7,800 people have contracted the coronavirus while being held in a Kentucky prison, and 48 of them have died. Kentucky has the third highest death toll among state prisons in the country, according to the criminal justice journalism organization, The Marshall Project. It didn't have to be this way, says Amanda Hall, who was formerly incarcerated and is now a policy strategist at the ACLU of We've Kentucky. We really had an opportunity to be proactive. You know, we really did. And we have seen some correctional institutions not take steps until there is widespread, widespread cases. 
Hall hears regularly from people worried about their loved ones inside one of Kentucky's jails or prisons during the pandemic. Imagine being in something like solitary confinement. You aren't able to have visits from your family, from your children, your parents, your loved ones, your, your wife, your husband. And then there's this, this virus, this deadly virus. Um, staff isn't communicating quite as well as they should. Kentucky suspended visitation at prisons last March, the same day it stopped visits to nursing homes. There was an acknowledgement of similarities between these facilities, says Kentucky's Director of Public Advocacy, Damon Preston. The fact is, just like a person in a nursing home, an inmate cannot control uh, their environment, they cannot control their movement, they cannot protect themselves, they are at the liberty of staff members who come and go and may or may not be infected. Every resident of a Kentucky nursing home had access to the vaccine months before anyone in a Kentucky prison. Fewer than 200 incarcerated people have been vaccinated so far. Staff became eligible over two months ago, even though the CDC recommended states vaccinate staff and residents of correctional facilities at the same time. Preston says vaccinating in correctional facilities would go a long way towards lowering the risk and starting up visitation again, like they did in nursing homes earlier this month. The only way that you can distinguish someone in prison from someone in a nursing home is if you say it's a value or moral decision, that the person in the nursing home deserves the vaccine more than someone in, in a prison. Preston says issues of public health shouldn't be decided based on someone's past behavior. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Jared Bennett.